No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world, and today, you can wear them if you want, we got the one and only Billy Otto. Yo. How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm good, man. Blessed. Making it. Surviving. You know, I survived a lot, so I'm surviving. That's a fact, I'm man. Blessed. Yeah, you're like an integral part of the story that, that we've seen played out over the last couple of years, but you've been kind of quiet. Like, you never really, like, laid it all out there for everybody to understand, right? Never did, and I'm glad I'm here. You're the first person that I really, I'm going to just get it all out today and just talk about everything that I know they want to hear about, and you know what I'm saying? Questions that's been asked that never been answered. Facts. And you want to introduce us to your uh, your Cody here? Everybody, everybody oh, know who know this that. is? This boy, Seiko Billy, man. Mm-hmm. Seiko Billy. You, so you guys are both, like, huge parts of the story. I was playing, I thought we were just interviewing you. I didn't realize y'all were coming together, but this is, yeah. we're going to fill in extra blanks right here. Cool. All right, so um, I guess we'll, we'll start with you, and we'll just sort of weave in and out here, but talk to me about how you grew up at least i guess just talk about a little bit of your upbringing and stuff and how you eventually became affiliated with what you became affiliated with that kind of leads us into the story I, um so basically i'm from brooklyn bedford stuyvesant part of brooklyn mm. you know what i mean i grew up in different parts of brooklyn too but i'm from trinidadian my family we from trinidad i don't even really have that much family in america most of my family is in trinidad but my dad got deported in like 92, 93 for selling drugs. He got locked up. He did a couple years, and soon if he got out, they sent him back to Trinidad. So it was just my mom's, my brother, and my sister, and my one aunt and shit, and we just held it down in Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Okay, and so what was your upbringing like, though, in terms of, like, you were, I mean, you're of the age where, like, did you always know about gangs and shit when you were a young guy in Brooklyn, or did that just sort of come around at a certain point? I knew about, like, um, hood gangs and hood streets, and you know about the big crip and L.A. thing that was going on, but it was mostly going on, on on this side, on this coast, you know what I mean? We out here in L.A., this is where it originated, so it was more... So, and we had gangs, though, like Decepticons and stuff, and different little big crews in New York that kind of really merged into Crips and Bloods. Mm. But then, yeah, it's like that, that, that process sort of took place, where it's like over time... It's like you could have crews and stuff, but then once they get exposed to the idea of like bigger organizations, it's kind of like everybody eventually wants to gravitate towards that, right? That's a fact. Mm. Definitely a fact. So how'd you get exposed to to the the blood thing in the first place? Growing up, when I started growing up, as in the '90s, the early '90s, gangs hit New York really hard. Mm. Got really big. Like what? What? I'm not trade, so it started in 1993. You know what I'm saying? A long time ago which was one of the first original, you know what I mean, New York um, blood sets. And we held it down on a different level. The, the media portrays so much, but to me, I'm not really, I'm not a gang member. I don't consider myself like a gang member hanging in the streets doing dumb shit. And I consider myself like a revolutionist in an organization, you know what I'm saying? Because mm. all of the, if you, got, if you look, all of these gangs and stuff, whether you crib, GD, blood, whatever you is, all of these stuff derived from the Black Panther Party movement, you know mm. what I'm saying? And they have rules and stuff. And the, nowhere does it say beef with the Crips or kill the Crips or Crips kill the Bloods or GDs. Nowhere. Right. None of the stuff we believe in. That's why I want people to get. Okay, so your initial introduction wasn't the same as what a lot of kids who get into the gaming thing now think that they're exactly. getting to become getting part to of, it, right? Exactly. I grew up in, don't get me wrong, I grew up in the streets of Brooklyn, fighting in school, wilding out, just seeing, like, different stuff, you know what I mean? I'm from, like, Brooklyn, the hood of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's rough. It's hard growing up there in the projects. It's not like most places and you got houses and stuff. All I grew up with around was projects and buildings and slums and stuff in the street. And you know what I mean? My mom's working two jobs. She all, she never home. <laughs> so I'm never home. Mm-hmm. I'm always outside. You feel me? Right. Okay. How did you guys meet? We met in the hood. Okay. Beth and Stuyvesant. Talk about it. Yeah, Sigo Billy. Um, yeah, we met prior around uh, the, the whole, you know what I'm saying? Six, nine shit. But that was... Oh, okay. That was... 
early 2017. Yeah, both just got out of jail. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did a lot of time in prison. I did over 10 years in prison. Wait, what years are we talking about? I'm talking about um, 04 to like 2015, 16, no, 16. And what did you get locked up for? You said a security guard at one point, right? Nah, that, that was some totally different show we could get to. <laughs> that happened later. I ain't stabbed nobody, though. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I got locked up for armed robbery, kidnapping, home invasion, and some shit. I could talk about it because I did the time is over with, you know what I mean? So right. I went to prison for that. Did armed robbery? Who, who'd you rob? It was a dude with a situation, some drugs. He owed me money, some crazy shit. We end up just going over there like, fuck it, we just going to pull up on the door. It, it wasn't supposed to be no robbery. It's just something that transgressed during the situation. Being young, dumb, I fu- like, I fucked up, but... Right. I felt like I was doing the right thing at that time. Right. <laughs> yeah, totally. So was there a, what about the kidnapping situation? What was that? Bro, I didn't even really kidnap him. I just tied him up and took him to the back room. It was like, yo, we're the rest of the shit. I didn't even really kidnap him, bro. Okay, but then what? They ratted on you and they were able to prove that yeah, you, you did yeah. tie him up? Yeah. How I did the trial. I blew a trial. How do you prove this, that somebody t- got tied up? Oh, know. you just bailed out on the trial, so it wasn't even like you had a chance? No, no, no. I went to trial. I went to a five-day trial and lost, and I, I blew that shit. Oh, shit. They just found me guilty. They didn't even really have yeah, shit. They had blow. It was weak. It was weak shit, man. Can you get a little closer to the mic? It was really, really weak shit. If I didn't have the, um, if I had the money like I have now back then, I probably would have beat the shit. But you know, being young, black, being railroaded, I mean, you know, just being... Right. That's what it is. So you get out of jail, and then you just sort of back into the same shit? I get or out much- of jail. Soon if I get out of jail, I'm hit hard. Back with the bros, I'm back in Bedford-Stuyvesant, the 6 9 shit, everything came at one time. That Gummo video, when uh-huh. we shot that Gummo video on the block, that, that's his crib. That's the crib. That's his family's crib. Right. They own that crib right where we did that video at, right there. Um, Everything hit around the same time. So it came from, like, prison to this crazy-ass life. Like, oh, shit, I just got out from doing all this time, and shit is lit. Right, because you're, you're, like, in jail thinking, like, oh, man, like, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from, the, like, some of the parts of the lifestyle. Yeah, like, exactly. you, you, you know that you're probably still going to be part of your hood no matter what but you are thinking like i'm gonna take a step back and not yo, necessarily be involved you know how it be you'd be like yo i'm about to get out son it's about to be lit i'm chilling i'm not with that bullshit i just did all this time ain't no way i'm letting nobody trick me back in this kind of situation but then you get out and you ain't got no bunch of money you ain't got nobody giving you a house car when you get out you're like fuck you right. forced back to your hood your people you know what i'm saying that's how you're gonna eat that's how you're gonna chill that's how you're gonna be yourself you know what i mean Definitely. Okay, so talk to me about your involvement, you know, like in terms of how you became a blood as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, shit, I was, I was, it's like being born blood, man. You know right. what I'm saying? Damn near almost because my whole family is. You know what I'm saying? And when you grow up around that as a kid, you just conform to that shit. So that's what you are. You, you follow suit, you follow in the steps. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let, let's. Talk about when the six nine shit started to get introduced to you and how you felt about because you this is like mad early because I was watching uh, the the Snow Billy video where he was sort of explaining Snow how Billy s- is not a part of us he is not one of our homies he was never there for anything with us he, if you look back and do your homework you only see one video and one thing with him in there you never seen him at no fights no L A no shows nothing no videos you ever seen him in a damn video I don't know but so you're you're saying that he's sort of over exaggerating with his over exaggerating everything you you can see the proof is in the videos. I got, I was, I'm going to show you mash it on my but, phone. But is he the one who brought 6ix9ine two shots to Negative. the 9 trays? Negative. No. Negative. Okay. This is the man that actually initially brought him to us. You feel me? Okay. Because before that, I so I'm in the hood. I'm chilling, right? Everything cool. And, you know, he does music. You know what I'm saying? He got um, that song, Billy Dad, got millions of views. He got different mad stuff. So, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? He been doing music. Um, His manager is Chris, which is our homeboy, which was 6 ix 9 original manager. Right. Real original manager, 
We got videos. We got everything to show you. And and Chris, he's really cool with Solo. That's our other man. You know who Solo is, right? Uh -huh. That's XXSRP to my friend XX. That's his manager. Right. And they were really cool. So, RP to the homie, definitely. Love yeah. you, X. Um, they was really cool. And Seiko is also Chris's artist. Chris got cool with 6ix9ine because you got to think about it. 6ix9ine, people can say what they want about 6ix9ine and all this stuff, and we're going to get to it, but he's actually from the hood. He's actually from Brooklyn. We're from Bed-Stuy. He's right there in Bushwick in the, in, from the slums, too. You know what I'm but saying? But he previously used to act like he sort of like grew up around the gang shit. Like never, he's from no. like a gang neighborhood, but he was always like yeah, a weird dude, Yeah, but it was never right? no gangs on his side. The way he grew up in Bishop is more of Sp Spanish people and stuff, uh -huh. you know what I mean? There's no really gangs, but around it and stuff like that, yeah, it's a gang father. But he never grew up. He don't have no friends that was blood or he never grew up in the struggle or nothing like that. Right. Okay. And so how, how is it? Okay, so you're introduced to him at, by basically, you have the same manager, Chris, who I remember Chris from back in the day, and he he was trying to manage you and 6 9 and then that basically led to him. Not that CEO Chris dude who was in the Fed shit. Right. I don't even know Not who he is. That. Talking about real Chris. Right. Okay. And so that, but but he introduced 6ix9ine to y'all because 6ix9ine wanted to get down with the blood thing, right? Was that already okay, like communicated? Let me say this no, no, no. before, bro, tell that. He, he introduced him on the music level with it or music like He did not want to get down with the blood set. He was looking at it that we realize now and realize now how everything happened. He was just, he was looking at an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? More than, you know, really, how could he really have love for blood in this organization and stuff? He never grew up in it. He don't know our struggle, you know what I'm saying? If you mm -hmm. want to get technical, it's, it's like more of like a black-based gang, you know? But so how, how did you guys react to when he started coming around, though? Like, what were the initial impressions? I mean, shit. When I mean, the first, you know what I'm saying? Like, when we were supposed to meet, I didn't really even want to link. You know what I'm saying? Dude. But my manager, Chris, was like, fuck it. You got to do it. His business, his music. I'm like, fuck it. Let's link. He had that hair. We went to the studio. He showed us some videos. It was never no gang shit. He said, yo, I need some help with my music. What's up? I said, all right, we got you. You know what uh -huh. I'm saying? I looked past the hair and all that, and we just worked with him. No gang shit, no none of that. And it's, it, but was that, how did that feel at the time? Because it's like, that, for, for guys who are really from the hood and have really been associated with the street shit for a long time, it's like, there's got to be a lot of red flags that go up in your head. Like, o this dude is weird. I don't necessarily want to be around okay, this listen, guy. Okay, listen, for me, coming from prison. Especially coming on, from come prison. On straight on, on, your weirdo, on, weirdo radar is, is super on it's point. It's super on, I'm trying to think, <laughs> you know what I mean? But automatically you know i'm thinking is he gay why is he here i know he's from up the street and that's you know the dude they call danny but i don't know him like that we never hung out we never chill why is his hair looking like that how's you know what i mean what's going on you know but you're grouping up you're talking to the guys they're like yo chill mm. got an idea he's cool he's not gay none of that shit like that he representing peace or freedom or something which he explained to us or like that and something whatever his little reasons was and is representing um bringing everybody together or some crazy ass whatever shit he was on that's what he was supposedly thinking and so i'm like cool he like look at it they show him his instagram i don't even know what instagram is at this time i don't have instagram i don't have facebook and i have no social media i'm just really learning how to use like touchscreen phones and stuff like that i never had that shit right so they look and they like listen he can he got a hundred thousand views listen he got mad followers on this instagram stuff people are liking this shit his music hot he's a thing it's a new era auto you tripping so i'm like you know cool mm. fuck it let's try it out see what's go and at that time it's I'm protecting with my life. I'm holding down with everything. Like I'm I, like I would hold any brother down. Don't I don't want people to think, oh, I was doing this for six nine or the, I would have did this for any other brother who who would who would have blew up. They saying this what it is, and you know we trying to stand up for uh, what we believe in, and this is a good part of it. Fuck it, let's try it. And looking back at that exact moment where they were trying to explain to you why he was somebody that they wanted to be down with. But it was basically because of the numbers, because of the popularity, because of the views. Do you look back on that and like? 
realize that that was like the critical mistake is that big mistake yeah it's like bringing somebody just around really who, being honest we all made mistakes and you know just being gritty and looking at the type of money we could get and you know look at the look at the shit and stuff we all dudes from brooklyn from the hood from the street now who i mean like who would it although we made some mistakes cool true indeed and a lot of brothers took some falls and all of that we only human beings we made some mistakes we try to fix it in the process but shit happened you know what i'm saying definitely you definitely Definitely was, definitely was, bro. Mm. So, okay, then when does he actually start to, like, join the gang but, more okay, specifically? Or how before, does this... Before, before we get there, he had a plan. Okay. He had beef with Trippy Red already. Uh -huh. Trippy Red was on the internet, called him gay at this time, and this stuff is getting hundreds of thousands of views, which I know nothing about. I have no social media or nothing. I don't know what's going on. He's beefing with Trippy Red, which Trippy Red is really, me and him, we cool now, you know what I'm saying? He was a really big problem with them. And he was a real young kid, not saying he was no gangster or nothing. He was from Ohio, but he was really blood. Mm -hmm. And he was a real dude and stuff, and he was beefing. So here comes 6 9 You got to think about it. Oh, shit, I'm beefing with Trippie Red. He calling me gay over the internet. He embarrassed me. He got more clout than me at this time. The fucking bloods. Seiko Billy. He's fucking blood. The bloods in his mind, he thinking shit. He already used to hang with Crips, which I'm seeing this on the internet, and we ignoring the facts and mad stuff we're seeing, you know what I'm saying? Right or right, bro? I mean, yeah, it's... It wasn't so much niggas ignoring it, you know what I'm saying? It's about that we had a we had a plan, you know what I'm saying? Whatever happened, we don't know the history. Mm. We don't know who fouled who. So it's like we he here now, so we're gonna make what we're gonna make out of this. But so his attitude was like, I'm gonna get down with these bloods because they're gonna basically protect my ass when I have problems with other bloods. Uh, shit. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say other bloods. In his mind, to me now, looking back at it now, he was like Okay, I'm 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 a, I'm gonna choose this crew. This the permanent crew that I'm gonna choose. I ran through mad crews. I was trying to get down with mad people. These people are cool. Some of them are weird like me. They're not really here to help me. Yeah, but we didn't see that shit until everybody saw that shit. We saw that shit at the same time. Same time as the public. Internet, at the, how the internet was looking at him. Oh, Danny is their friend from their hood. He been blood. He grew up with them guys. They hold and it wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of easy to like obscure the fact that he didn't link up until much much later on. And at the same time, like, why, why, why would we, why would we put that out? We grow, we, we edit that, we live, we hold them down. That's all y'all need to know. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, because you're just assuming, like, as a person, that this guy's gonna owe you something. He's not, he's not gonna be disloyal. He's not gonna be disloyal. We brought him this far. We're fighting at shows. We going with him. We on the internet. We back on him. He gonna hold us down. We good. This is how mm. we looking at it. We good now. You know what I'm saying? So the the mental image that always kills me is the idea of him buying like 50 red bandanas and handing them out on the block to to shoot the gummo videos. That never that, happened. That's not accurate. Okay. That's not accurate. That's not accurate. Every single dude you see in the, in the, in a gummo video was real bloods. Was real dudes from our neighborhood. And you could go, you could, you could go, you could go on, on, on this, on this, on this rat page. The picture's still here, bro. All the way down. The picture's still here. We took this picture. I'm gonna show you right now, cause. And I heard that on the internet, like, damn, he went and passed out flags and brought. Why the fuck would he have to pass out flags to us? We're real blood. Like, oh, why the fuck would he have to pass out? He don't need. To, we got our own damn flag. Right, some of the flags was new, some was old. This is the picture. The still thing, right here the, on this page. the thing I thought when I heard that though was just that, like, you know, I lived in Brooklyn for a long ass time, and I ain't okay. never seen like 50 people on the block wearing but red we're rags not, because we, we don't all hang out on the. You right. know, it ain't like back in the days. But in, we in all New just York, came together for this video. In New York, the cops are really like the cops see that on the block in New York on any random day. It's a big problem. They pulled up. You didn't see the video? <laughs> yeah, I know, they but they tried to shut it down. That was us. These my bros. That's me right there. That's, I know every single dude in this picture. Mm -hmm. Every single dude in this picture. I know them. Okay. But so how did that conversation actually go about? Because that was the first time that we really seen him like depict himself as like a real gangbanger. And at that time, he wasn't blood. 
He didn't. He, he wasn't not a part of nothing. He was just doing this with us, and he just hold the red flag up. He had a, he had a plan too. You see, he had the Mexican suit on, the green suit, which I don't know. I thought he was just repping his little shit. He had a plan to try to grab the Mexican culture and the Spanish. If he could grab that, he felt in his mind too. He'll be super lit. Mm. And he had a plan. I didn't know it until now. I'm seeing it like, oh my god, this guy. Right. Okay, so th- were there alarm bells going off in your head at that time, or were, were you suspicious nope. of his motives? No, not so much. At the time, he just had on a regular dude. They was out here. He said he was good. He had on his green stuff. They said he Mexican and Puerto Rican. So I'm like, okay, he just rapping his little shit. We got the bros out there. We made the video lit. You know what I'm saying? You had Trife Drew over there shooting it with his camera. The rest of us was there. Shoddy, we all was out there. Everything was good at this time. We all was still cool. And we made it. Think about it. Think about it. Let's say you had six nine, right? The same gummo video on his block with three, four Hispanic friends, do you think it would have did what it did? It would have been very different. It yeah. would have been wouldn't very have different. Would have it wouldn't have, have worked. That Y'all need to look at that. Let's say 6ix9ine did that gummo video. Pop them niggas like a willy with three, four Spanish kids jumping around. There's no way it would have got those type of views. Old Mac, you seen the Spanish kid, he's jumping around. He got mad bloods with him. They in Brooklyn, the police trying to shut him down. He got all this weed on the car. What the fuck is going on here? Right, because I think that the Spanish kids probably would have accepted him at that point, but there's a way that the hood started to perceive him there. They would have Dude, right. he ain't watching this shit. They so, wouldn't have took him like that. It's kind of hard to not take him like that and, and say something about him when you got these guys who most of us know from Brooklyn. Like, damn, some of these dudes been to prison. Some of these dudes really shooters. Right. So, what about his relationship with Shadi though? Because that seemed like that became the really strong relationship pretty early on, huh? Shadi had a plan too, which I didn't know at that time. Yeah, it was it was some real like, cockroach shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But niggas trying to split up the gang. You know what I'm saying? So. Both niggas is manipulative. Mm. Both of them motherfuckers manipulative. So they was splitting everybody up, you know what I'm saying? Going a different route. He was backing all the bullshit, all the suck my dicks. That's what it really was. He was just backing all the suck my dicks. Right. So he, you got he was the one who was making 6 9 feel like he could just beef with everybody. And you got, yeah, you got to think about it. I'm, with, I'm backing him for the strength of backing him for what's going on. Not his dumb shit. I be telling him when he used to post it. I'm like, bro, why are you posting that shit? Don't make sense. His manager, Chris, like, yo, don't post that. You're tripping. He's like, man, I'm, I don't want to do. I want to post what I want to post. Uh, da, 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 da. He always had a problem. And you got shoddy in the other Man, post what you're going to post. We're going to back you. Fuck them. Tell whoever to suck your dick. Da, 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 da. We just backing him. A lot of people looked at it. And a lot, a lot of people say we were saying some shit about the LA. I never had no fucking problem with LA. What the fuck problem I got with LA? Mm. I didn't fucking know nobody in LA. The, the time we went to LA and had to fight at the LAX airport, that's the first time I ever been here in, the, in my life. It's beautiful. Trees, every, just the way it's just beautiful place what the fuck right but i'm just backing him for what people were saying they saying fuck y'all in them rainbow dude you never can go back to one video where we came and said anything about la people for no reason mm. never bro yeah because that i remember as soon as we started talking about yg like i'm looking at my phone like holy fuck like i've, I've been living out here for a long ass time i ain't never seen anybody come out yg like that it feels like a death sentence and I mean, realistically, like it probably would have been if he yeah, didn't they start. Probably, like if they probably would have caught up with us or something, you know, stuff could have went a whole lot of different ways. Mm. It could have went a whole lot of different ways. Right. So, um, yeah, like that, that, that stuff. Though, like, do you feel like Shoddy didn't care if somebody didn't shot care. him? He didn't care if nothing happened at this time. He was such a slime ball. You got to think about it. Did he come to L.A.? Shoddy. Never did. Did he come to the... Um, well, let me see all the fights of Sutton to jump off. You had the LAX air fight. Then again, let me tell you about the LAX before we get there. Yeah, okay. The LAX fight. That was me, y'all, Billy Otto. I was the one that popped it off at the LAX air fight. LAX you threw that Airport first punch? Fight. Huh? You yeah, that was Harv. That was me and Harv. Right. That was Harv that's locked up right now. Um, free Harv, man. Free Harv. We're going to get to it. Um, and we just popped it off. I had the white jacket with the black. And 
he was kind of swinging over my head. It ended up really quick. Danny, let me tell you something. I swear to God on my dead brother or anything I love. Do you know what Danny said that earlier that day? What? He said, yo, bro, we in L.A. We about to leave. Damn, nothing happened. You think we should stay something or do some <laughs> little crazy shit to, you know, TMZ out there. They in the airport, bro. The TMZ cameras. I swear to God. And we like, hell no, bro. The fuck are you talking about? Whatever happens, happens. We out. Nothing happened. God blessed us. Nothing happened in L.A. Whatever. We out of here, bro. You bugging out. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh -huh. Then that fight really happened. And the fight that happened with them dudes, no, they wasn't even from L.A. It was just some dudes. We was outside. I don't know what's up. I, I came outside and then the bros was outside and they were standing. Some girls was outside. Dudes start acting really tough. They end up being from Texas. They wasn't even from L.A. And you know, we couldn't. They was talking and our manager, he's Chris, like, yo, come on, y'all tripping. Let's go. Fuck this shit. We got to fly to Texas in like 15 minutes. So basically that fight did not need to happen. It wasn't it, really. We not, just did, missed the flight. We just, we just missed our missed flight, flight for this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? We got a flight to, to Houston, Texas at this time to go link up with Jimmy Boy. Uh -huh. And this shit pop off. So we like, fuck, but we can't just keep letting dudes talk to us like that. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from, I'm not about, I don't care where we are. I'm not about to just let you da, da, da. If I die here, whatever happens here, it just happens. But I cannot. I always got to stand up for myself as a man and things I believe in. You're not going to stand here and talk to me and my friends like this, bro. You're tripping. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was a pretty pretty wild moment. But were, were things still cool after that? After that LAX fight? Things was great. Things after was that good. LAX fight, I, things we was end the up same. Linking them, we end up linking the things that we fought with, shook with, and all dudes, that. But, but as far as with us, things was yeah. good. We laughed it off. Like, yeah, so we went through all that shit in LA with all these crazy ass dudes we never ran to them who really killed people and got into a fight with these fucking dudes <laughs> fucking Texas and LA, fuck. but so then you went to Houston what happened in Houston nothing really happened in oh, Houston okay. at that time at that time we went to Houston we linked up with Jimmy Boy we left I fly to Atlanta you gotta remember we shot the Gummo video right uh -huh. it's lit in a week it's a million views I couldn't believe it I'm coming straight out of prison it's a fucking million views I'm like a million views 30 days it had 50 million views I'm like oh my fucking god <laughs> people calling us for shows telling us to fly here boom it's so lit we shoot the Cootie video we invite um, a, a bunch of bros out there. We invited some Crip dudes out there. The free Bobby Schmurter thing. You remember the coolest shit was mm -hmm. lit. We was in the train station. That was me up there holding on the rail. Boom. Right after that, we shot the um, Kiki video. Mm -hmm. Kiki video shoot with A Boogie and Fetty Wap. It go crazy. And that was a wild time because then you start thinking like, damn, like actual artists in New York, in New York are starting are to fuck with, with us. And they that fucking was, with us. Yeah, we doing shows with these dudes. We out here with A Boogie. This shit is fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's crazy. And... The dude, Fetty Luciano, had got out the same week, and we invited him to uh, the Kiki video shoot. That's um, Rowdy Rebel, little brother. Uh -huh. You know, they was locked up. He was the first to get out from the whole GS9 thing, the first one to actually be released after three years. We invited him out there. Um, a, but we shot it in Highbridge, you know what I'm saying? We had shot all our prior videos in Brooklyn, but we was like, fuck it, we gonna shot it, um, we gonna shoot it in Highbridge, they wanna come out here, they got fuck it, we out there. Right. Loaded up a bus, went out there. Let me, let me ask you this, did you think the shoddy was shady before any of this shit even I mean, happened? we all know shoddy, of course, that's crazy ass shoddy who be running off of people's stuff and doing crazy stuff in the hood. So he was a people, jack boy, he was, he was like robbing people for drugs and shit, I wasn't saying he was robbing people's drugs, he was just wild, stupid shoddy that always, you know what I mean? Just, just, just low. No, he was low. That's just shot. He was just a little dude, and you know, he'll he do whatever you know. You see him in the media, you see how he get down, right? I was just shoddy. That was his thing. So, I don't know how Danny because all right, back to um, um, we're gonna fast forward now. We're getting into fights, uh -huh. mad crazy stuff going now. We go to the Yams Day concert. Let me say something about that. Shout out to the Yams Day concert, RIP ASAP Yams. Shout out to um, ASAP Rocky. Shout out to ASAP Ferg, ASAP Bari. We in there. You remember that day. It's crazy. There was some shit about what the show got shut down because somebody was trying to down. fight him or something. What exactly no, this, happened? This how, this how everything happened. We in there, we're chilling, everything's good, we're lit. Um, Lil Yachty invited us out at this time. Okay, yeah, because they were blowing down. <laughs> they had a right moment. That's you see Lil Yachty performing. 
That's us on stage. That's me on stage. It's lit in this motherfucker. Right. Danny right there with uh with the rest of the bros. You see Shoddy, Nuke, everybody's there. A whole crew there. We in there like 25, 30 deep, right? Yeah. We on stage. You see Lil Yachty and them. Everything's good at this time. This is you the game. We'll, we'll put it on the on the screen because this is great footage. Cool. Right this is the day the fight happened. Okay. Shoddy goes somewhere and he comes back, right? When he comes back, he's coming up the stairs. And this is exactly how he went down. And the artist little thing where you come up the stairs to go on the stage where we're at right there. ASAP Barry and them is coming up the stairs. He's rushing through, bumping dudes like, you know what I mean? I'm with my crew. I got to do they like, yo, hold the fuck up. You bugging out. Like, I didn't know that at that time. It's the fucking ASAP Yams reunion. It's their fucking shit. Right. They coming up the stairs. Watch out, bro. You know, I'm tripping. That's just out of respect. Yeah. It's their fucking event. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know that this time, boom, ASAP Bari punches Shadi in the face, rocks him. Boom. Shadi falls down the stairs. He gets a little tussle. He puts Shadi security grab. And that's when me and my man Gun seen it. We runs down there. We pops it off. We fighting with dumb dudes. That's when our whole crew seen it. And the, it's all over the internet. And you never thought you were going to be fighting with ASAP up until this moment? Fuck no. We at the fucking ASAP. Yeah, I'm happy to be at this motherfucker. I've never been to no shit like this. Right. Man, and I couldn't believe it. And I'm, and this shit happened, man. There it go again. Me holding my crew down. Not trying to be disrespectful to nobody else or nothing else. Just riding for the team. Right. Did that beef get squashed soon after? Because nothing really happened yeah, and, with it all wasn't that, right? No, it wasn't no beef. It had nothing to do with them. It was just some... Um, that little situation, man. Ain't no beef with them dudes, man. Yeah, because that was a wild moment because everybody, the way it got twisted up online right then was like 6ix9ine started a big fight mm -hmm. at Yams Day. It was disrespectful to he Yams. Didn't fight that Fuck time. him. He didn't do nothing. He, he didn't touch okay. nobody. At the LAX fight, he didn't touch nobody. You ever seen 6ix9ine fighting somebody? Like, mm -hmm. come on, bro. He mm -hmm. jumped around at LAX a little bit. He knew TMZ. Remember, he knew TMZ was right there because they had just seen us and said something like a couple seconds before. So right. he knew they was out there. He couldn't just not do nothing. Like, Anytime you're fight. at LAX, TMZ is not too far away. Not too far away. They're lurking. I think they got somebody who lived there or something. I, I've talked to the dude whose whose job it is to just walk back and forth and just look for celebrities look, all day, and he was just uploading footage. And I think I borrowed Mad a cigarette. People, right? Just running up, yeah. up. Oh, see anybody there? You got that. <laughs> okay, so that situation went down. What about the Barclay situation? Were you around I for that? I wasn't there you, because this was okay, after let me you tell you split something. off. Let me tell you something. A lot of people ask, "Damn, how didn't you get indicted? That's your whole crew to trade with. How didn't you get locked up for the guys? You got to think about it. Let's think about it. Let's use common sense. This is what they got indicted for: racketeering." The Barclay Center shooting, the Chief Keith, the threatening Chief Keith, the robbery in the hotel with the dude and all that, and it's all over the media. You and can't, you weren't there for any of that I shit. wasn't there for none of that shit. Remember, we had got into the little beef and shit, like maybe going up to a year, we, we rocked, and then all this shit started happening. So how the fuck could I get caught up in this indictment on Seiko or Miss Treyway? Shout out to Chanel, shout out to Miss Treyway. It's a lot of us that never got locked up. Nobody really got locked up from Treyway but 6 9 and Shoddy, the Crip dude, and a bunch of other dudes. They just like, who the fuck got locked down from the original crew? It was mad of us, none of us. Right. So, so when did you actually decide to, that you'd seen enough and that you wanted to bail out on the situation? What okay, else had to happen before you all did? Right, this is how it, it, we kind of fell out. Before this, you got to think, I never had no problems with Danny. He was my friend. I actually had an apartment in Bushwick, too. So I lived literally right up the block from his, right up the block from where he lived at. So he used to come over my house a lot. We used to um, chill a lot. We was really a lot. We got a lot closer, really, than everybody else. You know what I'm uh -huh. saying? Because if you see a lot, you used to see me and him, the bros and shit together. But I'm with him a lot. I was one of the first. Let me tell you what happened. This is the story of how I went to L.A. You remember they, um, they, canceled, the show, they canceled the shows in L.A. at first. Uh -huh. We had two shows. It was, what the fuck was going on that weekend? All-Star Weekend was going on mm. that year. All-Star Weekend was in L.A., and we had a bunch of shows booked all over the internet. I'm lit. I'm like, shit, we about to be on. Fuck it. Oh, shit, we lit. We go to L.A. One show get canceled. 
another show get canceled. The promoters, they're getting scared. It's going to be too much. Duh, duh, duh. That's when we outside and Roe had just came home, so they decided to make that video. You know, sure, you remember that shit? We still come to L.A. Duh, duh, duh. I had my hair dyed red at the time. Right. And nobody out there. You seen how much people was out there? Yeah. Can we go to that video? Bro, let me tell you how much these people didn't give a fuck, and I didn't see how Danny didn't realize it. None of the motherfuckers came to L.A. Mm. Not one of the motherfuckers. <laughs> Didn't come to LA, and normally everybody, everybody wants to go on Going a trip everywhere. with the poppin' rapper, right? Scared with this pop, they were scared, bro. Right. They were scared. So at this point, you're starting to feel like you're the only one who's really deeply invested in this? Or are you starting to realize the, that nobody yeah, else really gives a shit? I'm starting to realize it. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, Shadi didn't go, how the fuck such a shit happened and we make such a big video and you don't show up to LA? You don't come. He called me. He caught me, um, um, he caught me, this is how I went to LA. He called me seven in the morning. He's like, yo, order, what you doing, bro? I'm like, bro, I'm asleep. <laughs> What's up? It's man early. He's like, yo, I ain't gonna lie, we got a flight to Arizona to catch in like two hours, so we gotta hurry up and get to JFK, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what? He was like, yeah, right after that, we're going to LA. Remember, we said, told everybody we was going to LA, we gotta go up to LA, we gotta at least show our face, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, man. Fuck it, I jump out my bed, I grab a suitcase, bro. I throw some shit in the suitcase, I brush my teeth, and I get out the door. That's how down I was. You That's know what the saying? rapper lifestyle right there. If you want to be down with a rapper, you got to be willing to you get up on minutes notice. Yeah, exactly. So okay, that that. So so then you go to LA. I didn't go to LA. We oh. went to Arizona first. That right. was the beginning of the tour. We went to Arizona, the Day 69 tour. That was the first one. It started in Arizona, and most of the the stuff that just the uh the fucking. The 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 the, um, the All Star Weekend shit was also on the tour, but got canceled. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That was a part of the tour, so we was like, "Fuck it, we still gonna do the tour and do these states, and we just still gonna pass through LA." You know what I mean? And fucking end up in Houston. We still did shows in Houston and all that, and we kept going. You know what I'm saying? But we was like, "Fuck it, let's just stop in LA." Still, you know what I'm saying? We thinking in our mind, we thinking it can't be this serious. We don't know that dudes is really just mad. They are not gonna kill us, but they gonna shoot us in LA. We got the media like, "This is how we think." If anything go down, of course we gonna ride, but we not out here for that. These dudes really this mad? I'm, in my mind, I'm like, they can't be this mad. We don't even know these dudes from the candy paint. They just see the colorful hair dude and his his his, his these dudes. Back Backing him and they like, damn, y'all want to kill us? That's what I'm thinking. For what? Mm. What the fuck? What the fuck is the beef about? I know, I know people who basically have told me that like other people that they know were like on the prowl, like yes. cruising, looking for for him to be caught. So I mean, it was definitely going down. There's a lot of people in LA who don't really got much going for them besides their pride in their gang, you know. So at the end of the day, like they're more than willing to. Yeah, that's everywhere. That's, that's everywhere. what you do, bro. That's, that's what everywhere. To do. But mm -hmm. it wasn't no disrespect to none of these dudes in LA or, or their gang or their pride. Nobody disrespected no gang, you know what I'm saying? At all. Never. Disrespect. Why the fuck would we disrespect a whole gang? How are we going to disrespect a whole gang and come back to New York? We can't disrespect the Chris. We're blood. We it's over. Like, nobody doing no dumb shit like that. Mm -hmm. it was, these dudes was just taking it the wrong way for, for what reason? I didn't get. But that happened or whatever. We left. We get to Houston. We do the show. We fly back, everything good. We finally get back to New York for all that shit. The whole New York going crazy. We back, LA, all this crazy shit didn't happen. We goes out that night. I'd say that same night, I told Shadi, I'm like, yo, we just got back. Nobody even went with us. Why y'all trying to force this nigga to go out? Like, niggas trying to sleep. I'm tired too. He's like, nah, you just got back. We got to show our face and da da. We go out to the club. He doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't do none of that from the day I met him. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Never drunk, never smoked that day in his life. So. They forcing him to drink. 
he falls out, boom, face first, boom. I had to grab him, pick him up, take him to the car. Nobody never be looking for him and go to, I go to his house, I check on his mom. He lived, like, he be getting on the internet and saying all oh, them dirty blood niggas and all them shit. Bro, he was a dirty bum dude. The house he lived in with his mom, the door was broken in. He lived in bum-ass Bushwick. So don't get on the internet and say these dirty bum niggas when you grew up just like us, a dirty bum, and we sit there and we helped you and made you rise to your career. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Have some sort of respect. You feel me? He's bugging out. Yeah, that was the mind-blowing thing is when you first heard him in that interview saying, like, oh, the dirty blood. And it's like, like even for me as an observer, it's like you were dying to be associated with these dudes. You was dirty too. You didn't have no sauce. You didn't have no money. You didn't have nothing. You you was from right there. Then the main thing that got me thing, he gets on the internet. He goes on the breakfast club, I think. And the man says, I started Treyway. I was one of the real dudes. I started all this shit, which is a fucking lie. Any shoddy, none of that, bro. You so see this, this is, book, bro? And this, this is came from, out in what, 93? This came out in 2013. 13. 13. Okay. The big bro wrote this that died. You know what I'm saying? Garland mm-hmm. Tyree SI. Shout out to the big bro. RIP, big bro. We love you. You know what I'm saying? We still trying to live on your legacy. If you read this book, it says nothing about the stuff that people was trained. The Treyway, 2013. We didn't know him in 2013. You can look at that for yourself. Put it in the camera. You can get these books on Amazon and everything. So no, everybody know we're, li- we're not lying. We're telling the truth. How the fuck is there a book called The Treyway? If you, how old was he in 2013? He was really fucking young or something, right? He was right. Like, how old he was probably like twelve. You but know at that saying? time, don't you feel like that was basically just him trying to to distance himself from the group? And yes, but it was the things he was saying. It was lies. You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't go. And, we, and you, we don't have the the opportunity to go on the breakfast club and say what you're saying and straighten this all up. Lies for games. Most of the stuff he did was lies and bullshit. And you know what I'm saying? And it was a bunch of bullshit. And just knowing that he's his force of personality was going to be able to carry him through that. Like even when he goes on those rants and says they was fucking my baby mama, they was trying to do this, they were trying to blah blah blah. It's like you're making accusations that maybe are accurate about one person or one person. But Listen, like, there's like eight people who bro, are in jail because he, of this shit. Like mad people went to jail. Mad people's away from their daughters, their sons, their family, their aunts, their uncles, their wives, their husbands. For what? For what, bro? Hmm. For, for you? For, for you saying he gets on, the, on, on that live he did the other day and this dude says, oh, they fuck them niggas. They, they fuck my baby moms. They stole my bread. They da 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 Bro, you're talking about Shoddy. Say Shoddy's name and everything you feel like he right. did. And I don't even know if he really fucks Average. Six Nine has a way of lying and getting what he wants and, and putting stuff in. He's good at marketing. He's very intelligent mm. in what he does. I don't even know if that, nobody even knows if that really went down. Who the fuck knows? Right. You know what I'm saying? But them and their crew, however he may have found out, it might be true. I'm not saying he lying. But as far as anything else, whoever stole any money from you? I right. never stole a dime from him. He wasn't giving us shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to feed your team. You got to feed the wolves. He was thinking he could feed one person and they was going to do everything. And he was giving me money and then little stuff. And uh, the close ones was getting little things but everybody else wasn't getting nothing it was a lot of bros they shows a lot of bros risking their life a lot of brothers that was there helping you they they not they pursue everybody helping you pursue your career mm. nobody this is not for nobody else you ain't got for Seiko or rap or a few more rappers we here to help you pursue your career right and i mean but that I, one thing i heard from people pretty early on was that six nine was basically just being super stingy with the cloud like he didn't want to yeah, tag any other tag people. nobody even the people that he was around every even day around, he wasn't bro. tagging them putting he them on only the story used to none. post me up and tag me sometimes that's it he never posts nobody he posts seiko song little blue take it right down he was stingy with the cloud and i didn't get why you i was like yo this time he got like a million followers too and i'm like yo danny post some other shit yo help the bro i got him fucking with me. i don't know why he was like that but he was just was because you never know he didn't have no long term jeopardy in his mind of fucking with us like that you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying he was doing it for game he got trippy red can't say nothing to him now yeah what now he felt kind of big at this time mm. he took about taking back to what you was asking me this is how it, we all fell out though mm. we never had no beef nobody never stole no money nothing never went wrong we was all cool everything was good we fly back from the from the houston and la and all that shit happened 
They fly. Shadi takes him and two more people by himself. He don't tell nobody about that. I'm in Atlanta. I'm fly. I'm flying back to New York. I had. They had told my car and some more stuff had happened, and I needed some bread. I couldn't get to, so I called Danny. I was like, Yo, Danny, I need you to um, wire me five thousand dollars somewhere. My car is fucked up. I'm in Atlanta. Da da da. I can't get to no bread right now. Danny's like, Okay, Otto, I'm on the way to Houston with Shadi. This is the last cool conversation we had before everything. He says, I'm on the way to Houston with Shadi. With, I'm gonna wire the bread soon if I get there, and we're gonna talk when when I get back. Just let me know what's up when I get back. I meet you back in New York. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna send the bread now. He sends the bread. Everything's cool. I go. At this time, Shadi goes out there with his stuff. So now I'm watching this shit from the internet. I'm on my I'm on, I'm on my phones. I'm like, what the fuck going on? He got this nigga out here. I'm calling Shadi. He's like, everything good. They go out there. This is when the Jay Prince ha- shit happened. Mm. They go out there. They're in a sneaker store. Jay Prince here. They're in the sneaker store. Jay Prince Jr. He comes to the sneaker store with mad of his mans. Boom, boom, I guess he talk, he tell y'all, yo, y'all out here, whatever, whatever. He invites them to a party or something or something like that that he doing, It's right? like a World Star show, right? It's not, the, not the World Star show. That don't happen yet. This okay. is a little private. We, I was out there for the World Star show when, when all that shit happened. I was there. Okay. So it was some little private party that he was having. He was having a little saying or something. He was supposed to be announcing or something. He tells them to be there at 12 o'clock. Please don't be late. I guess he got some announcement he making. Everybody's eager to hear it in Texas. You know, he's really big in Texas. And Jay, Jay Prince, Prince Jr. asked you to show up somewhere in Texas. You should probably Texas, do it. At 12, you should be there at 1130. Yeah, I'll be Showing there at 11.30. I'll yeah. be happy. Not even out of no other shit. Fucking Jay Prince Jr. told me to pull up. Nigga, I'm there at 1130. I was yeah. lit. It's fucking Jay And Prince a lot Jr. of people know that you show Jay Prince and his family that respect. That even respect. if they don't really know why they're showing him the respect, they just know that you know, this, this guy hold a lot just of respect. Out of, you know, out of respect you and know this is their state. This is where, you know, you, you check in. Because they're not even on, like, the most gangster shit. They're just on some, they just want you to show your respect when you're yeah, around Yeah, they right? wasn't even, like, the shit we was going to L.A., we going to kill y'all. Come. It wasn't even no shit right. like that. They just want you to show a little respect. And that's cool. That's cool anyway. Like, when you come to New York, show respect. I don't fuck with nobody. I don't care who you is. You come out here. I don't be trying to pull up on dudes and all that extra shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do your thing. You know what I'm saying? You ain't stopping my bread. So, guess what time Shotty shows up to the motherfucker? One o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> After one o'clock. The dude, he said show up at 12. He probably been said what he had to say and shit. So you know what he does? He has the security and his man stop him at the door. Don't let him in. He said, don't let him in. They're good. That's the mad disrespectful. Y'all gonna come after one o'clock? You know, they started all the thing. They had the video. They kicked him out the shit. Hmm. Stupid. Still, you out there with Danny yourself and two more people. You don't tell nobody about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm calling Danny. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? He's like, yo, shit is crazy. Da-da-da. We was at this little spot. Da-da-da. He's like, but everything good. We about to come back. The World Star Show is in three days after that. Three days after that, do you know what Shadi does again? What? Flies back to New York. I don't know how Danny are not seeing these signs. The man didn't come to L.A. with you. He didn't fight. He never fought with you at no shows. He didn't fight at the Yams Day concert. He just got punched in his face. In Minnesota, when that shit happened, you ever seen that shit? What the fuck was going on? The Super Bowl was going that year. Right. That, that year, it was the Super Bowl. We went to Minnesota. It was zero between 10 degrees. We had a fight over there. Some dudes paid us $8,000 for a, a walkthrough, and the dude was saying, oh, do two songs. And we're like, nah, nah, we're not doing too songs. Y'all just paid us for a walkthrough. We got the World Star um, Hip Hop Party for the, um, for the Super Bowl game. Thugger, baby, everybody's supposed to be here. <laughs> we out. <laughs> we did our show. We came through. We showed respect. It was his birthday party. We did that. We showed respect. <clears throat> we got to go. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He like, fuck that. Give us our bread back. I'm like, I don't know. We've been here for almost an hour. We're not giving you no fucking bread back. We ain't never staying away that long. fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. So we go outside. That's when that little fight happened. You know what I'm saying? Shadi wasn't there. Fast forward back to, to the Texas shit. The nigga, Shadi, flies back to New York. How do you fly back to New York? And the world starts shows in three days. So now Danny's getting on, he's scrambling. Me and Harv calling him. We like, yo, yo, we about to come out there. He like, oh, I don't know. Shadi telling me, niggas, shit was wrong. We arguing, we got a group text at this time. It's me, him, there's only like 10 of us in there. 
We arguing in the group text, man, shit going on. And we're, we're wilding, we telling Shadi, we telling him, yo, yo, Shadi, you bugging out. Shadi's on some Shook Knight shit, he got his mind thing. He's just trying to, dang, he trying to get artists. He's just trying to do mad shit by himself. He trying to steal the name of Treyway. He having Treyway pop-up shops by himself. Like, he just losing his mind. When that's not none of our stuff, that's, you seen what that was, you know what I'm saying? So, mm. like, Because that's a big deal for anybody that's in, like, the gang shit, is that you can't just do, like, a commercial version of the gang thing and be the only one making money the off it. That is very, shit. that shit gets real touchy yeah, real quick. Taking the label name. The mm. whole Treyway label is, you know what I'm saying? That Seiko Billy shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He the started label. it as a label. It came from the big bro, but as far as the label and music, he the one started to start saying this, how we gonna jack it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Y'all see the book, go check it out on Amazon. And, you know what and, I'm saying? By Garland Tyree. And true or false, I, I heard that Shoddy wasn't stealing money from 6ix9ine necessarily. Shoddy was just using the clout to then try to sign different artists. And he was basically like trying to like, Create yeah, something he was that was going to exist for shows. outside. He probably of that. was doing shit for shows. They probably wanted twenty bands for a show. He like, nah, we ain't coming unless we get thirty bands. Mm -hmm. He pocketed the ten. You know what I'm saying? He split the twenty. Shit like that. Weird shit he was doing like that at that time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how this dude wasn't seen it. At that time, we never did nothing to him. Never took a dollar from him. Though loyal as hell. What the fuck problems you ever seen? We had with him in there. But that time when we stopped burning, Shotty's filling his shit up. So we like, you know what? I tell him. I said, you know what? I'm on the way to the motherfucking world star show. Fuck is you talking about? We gonna fly out here, we gonna get 10 of our guys, we still gonna come out there, you stupid motherfucker. Mm -hmm. We gonna back up, we might beat your ass if you even played with us. Shawty done left your stupid ass, but we gonna hold you down here. We booked flights for 10 of us, bro. Me and Hoff, by ourselves, with the bro. We booked 10 flights, remember? Book flights for like seven more bros. We fly to Houston, Texas, bro. Mm -hmm. Shawty still gonna come, he's in New York chilling. In New York chilling. They on the internet, where the fuck you at? Come to your show, come to your show. You ain't sure, you don't want your back end, they going crazy, this guy's scared, he's not even picking up the phone for us no more, bro. At this time, I'm getting tight. I'm like, yo, bro, you had us fly all the way to Texas, we out here to hold you down. We at the World Star Show, I'm at that motherfucker with all that shit going on, I'm outside, I didn't even ever go inside. And he's in the I'm hotel. Waiting. He probably in a hotel walking around the streets. He never show up. At that point, I'm like, yo, this is some sucker shit. I'm tired of involving myself in this shit. He not holding nobody down. He running off listening to Shadi. At that time, I didn't think it was going to be so bad. You say, you know what? We're going to fall back. Let's see what the fuck he going to do with Shadi by himself. What the fuck can Shadi do if we all back up right now? This is how we thinking. He, he going to be fucked. He don't got no crew. He don't got nobody. We cool. He still don't pick up the phone. He not picking up the phone the whole time. He sending me a little secret text. Yo, auto really shot. He said, don't pick up the phone, bro. Y'all gonna try to really violate and take me back home and then really try to hurt me and shit. We, he gonna hold me down when he get back. I'm like, listen to what you're saying. He's not even here. I'm at the World Star Show, Danny. Where the fuck are you at? Come to the show. You embarrassing them. Yeah, why would you fly with nine other dudes to, <laughs> to Texas just to beat them up? I I've done it. Yeah. To beat you up, you that scared? I'm like, yo, we out here to help you, bro. They're embarrassing you on the internet. I'm watching it now. You're looking like a real bitch. This is the first place you never show up. How the fuck you go all the way to LA but can't go to this fucking World Star show, bro? Right. He's like, nah, Shadi is saying some other shit. I talked to Harvin, bro. I yeah, said, yo, that. you know what, bro? We don't move like that. We don't move like that, bro. We can't, we, I'm not, the, let's just see what the fuck happened. You know what I'm saying? We at the World Star show though. We stay there the whole night. Dudes come out, nobody say nothing to us, bro. We see T Grizzly, all of them coming out. I spin. We get in our whips. We spin. Boom. Go back to the hotels we at. I'm in, I'm in shock at this time. I'm like, damn, I've been holding this dude down. I fought at every fucking show Miami. I got knocked out. I went to the hospital and everything, bro, for this nigga. I still I ain't got no hundreds of thousands of dollars. I don't got no hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram, bro. But I showed my loyalty and shit. What the fuck is wrong with this nigga? Uh -huh. Shit had me blow, bro. He, he don't give a fuck at this time. I'm like, yo, I'm not fucking with this dude. I don't give a fuck how famous he get, how rich. And a lot of people were saying that. What the fuck talking about, oh, you the and you did this. What the fuck? I didn't gain shit. I ain't lose shit. What the fuck, man? 
Yeah, that's crazy. Because, I mean, at that point, it's hard for you to imagine, like, how much you had already kind of compromised your morals in terms of falling in line with some bullshit that you never would have tolerated from anybody else, right? Thanks, bro. But it's just slowly creeping up. And then at that moment where he doesn't answer the phone in Texas or whatever, you're like, oh, like, this is really fucked up. Like, I really can't just deal with this shit anymore, right? Can't deal with it no more, bro. This shit is over, bro. This, this dude's bugging. At that time, I'm not like it's over. In my head, like it's, it's shit, and I'm telling him, but in my mind, I'm like, you're going to come back, and you're going to see that it's straight. You're going to see what's up, and you're going to be apologizing and shit because you're going to see Shotty can't hold you down. Right. So we let it go, bro. And that's not how I went. What happened? He right back on the internet. Suck my dick to more people, beefing with more people. Now he's beefing with Chief Keith and shit. I'm looking at this shit on the internet. At this time, remember, I'm not around for none of this stuff no more. This is where the split happened. Shotty links up with Roe and, and a few more bros from the other side. And he starts running with them. They shoot the, um, at this time, they shoot the video. No, he shot the got it, got it. Really, uh, get it up, which he stole from Pac-Man. If you go on the internet right now and go to Pac-Man, he got two million songs and Pac-Man was really cool. He died in a car crash rest with 18K. Peace, so rest in peace, Pac-Man, bro. And I hope I'm speaking for your legacy and people can hear that I was Pac-Man's song, that he was beefing with Shadi, a lot of bullshit happened. And he convinced his nine to take that song. Six nine was on that song. And he was featured on that song. Pac-Man paid him to get on the song. He took the whole song, got 237 million views and went and did it overseas. And that was fucked up, bro. Oh, that was fucked up that Danny did that, allow Shadi to trick him to do that bullshit. Shadi manipulate him. And I know Danny was young, but how could you you let somebody manipulate you to do all this fuck shit, bro. You live in Shadi's life that he couldn't do. Wow. And it's sad that he allowed him to, to, to manipulate him and do all this stuff and shit on so many people. He didn't used to go see his moms. He got a brother that I was cool with. That was my man. I ain't gonna say his name because I don't want to put him out there like that, but he didn't do, wasn't doing nothing for his brother. His mother was still living in Bushwick in the old broken down with the broke door. The one where he had given out the address, the address on, the one where he on given no the address on the shit. It was Locust Avenue, Locust right? Avenue. Yeah. It was right there on Locust yeah. Street. But I just remember Broadway. that for some reason. Yeah. yeah, that's a good, you remember that before I did and I lived up the block. That was Locust, that was street he lived on right there by Broadway, bro. Because I remember somebody telling me that like his mom was still living there when he was Shady giving out the address. Shotty convinced him to get another a place in, in another part of uh, Bushwick, I mean, um, in Bed-Stuy. And he mm -hmm. was living in Bed-Stuy right there. He was living right there, and a lot of people used to pull up, oh shit, 6ix9ine live here, it's lit, and he'd feel like, oh, we gonna hold you down, and we knew he lived right there, and we like, yo, this is a clown, bro. Right. So was your attitude when you get back home, was your attitude like, I want to do something to this dude, or was your attitude more like, it. fuck it, I'm gonna just leave it alone? We get into it at the club. We got a club called, um, what club was that? That was Lust, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was at Club Lust. They're in the club after that. After we come back from Texas and everything, and everybody comes back, he's in the club with Shadi and all them dudes chilling at Club Lust. Jay Critch and Rich the Kid is in the club at this time. Mm. So I'm like, this is like another slap in the face. This dude didn't even kill me. He left you in Texas. How the fuck you in the club with him partying, throwing up money? Mm. Again, we round up our guys, bro. We in that bitch. We pop out. We pop out. We go in the club. They let us right in. It was like, oh, they don't, nobody knows what's going on right now. So they're like, oh, your boy upstairs, yo. You know what I'm saying? They, they, every, you know, they, we had, nobody knows what's going on, really. They're not patting you down or nothing? Nothing. I come straight in this motherfucker. Shotty over there. We run up and Shotty. We get into a little altercation. Security kick all of us out the club. You, him, all of y'all starting to share. We got Rich the Kid in here and your rainbow friend. Get the fuck out. <laughs> the kick is outside. We get in an argument outside. And that's when the real beef started. Really? Real, like, fuck you, fuck you, you know what I mean? All that shit is lit, nigga suck my dick, all that fire is lit. We had this club, I'm gonna see you type shit. Uh -huh. We spin off from each other. Danny spins with Shotty, so I knew what it was at this time. I'm like, all right, you spinning with Shotty, say that. Uh -huh. Shotty took him down hell from there on, right, right or wrong, right or right. You seen him go down from hell from down there. 
He beefing with Chief Keith. This motherfucker get on this shit talking about Prince Mario Thirty Rides. Uh, all that other shit would happen. I don't really give a fuck about you know what I'm saying. Then my man Harv got locked up for this shit. Harv was a good dude. He held it down the whole time, man. Free Harv. Free Harv. What the fuck? Harv did every day wrong. Harv never fucked your baby moms or stole no money from you. Get up there, you testify on him. You testify on Nuke and other good dudes. Force them to take pleas that you don't even know. Right. You don't even know some of these dudes. These dudes don't even. You never even chill with. They was riding for the team and the stuff and what they was going on. Not for you. You don't even know them. You don't even know some of these dudes who sitting in prison right now. Fucked up. Right. And that's fucked up. Up, bro. And even Kuda B was super loyal to him. And, and even Kuda right? B was super loyal, and that was his little friend. He was cool, super. Busy, but Kuda B was blood. He wasn't I trade, but he was blood, and he helped it down for us and for him. And he was he was they was the same age, and they was really cool, and he danced a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? You got him fucked up. Yeah, you take a kid like him who got talent. He's got videos got that are talent, doing well online and shit, and you basically put him in a situation where also like nobody ever talks about this, but. It would have actually been one of the probably the biggest tragedies in rap history if Chief Keith got killed. Like, I mean, that would have been a massive moment in hip hop that we would still be talking yo, about to this day if yo, Chief Adam, Keith had yo, got Adam, killed. Pause. What are you beefing with Chief Keith? <laughs> I know exactly. What the fuck happened? I'm, I'm still lost till this day. What the fuck? What happened? I never had no beef. Me and Tato, we had our little shit on him and everybody know, but that was just little shit and how shit was coming on the back end. I was standing up for us. Tato was saying a lot of bullshit, but nobody had beef with Chief Keith for what? Right. We never even met the like, dude. Like, why does Chief Keith need to get shot at just because Tato and 6ix9ine had an argument about Cuban Doll? About Cuban Doll. And you beat the girl up, black both her eyes. Dub, what are you doing, stupid? Like, right. But then he took her to Hawaii, right? Yeah, and she, the girl's still back with him. You over there doing all this shit. She's ben, still ben, with Tato now. Danny still- <laughs> was so tender dick. He was the tenderest dick person I ever knew, bro. Really? I remember one time he was like, bro, I don't be fucking no bitches like that. This way, this before, right before the Gummo video, he was like, man, these videos, I mean, after these videos starting to blow, I'm really doing all this to just fuck all bad bitches, man. Now, fuck it. I used to listen to shit he used to say. I used to be like, man, are you dumb? Right. Because, I mean, he probably wasn't exactly drowning in pussy, and then all of a sudden he's just... Nah. Getting it ridiculous. He was quantity. going to go back to any of his videos, anything before that. He had no sauce, no drip, no jewelry, no nothing. Like I was talking to a, a friend of mine who was a big lean drinker, and he told me he used to always go to this lean dealer's house. There's like only a couple of lean dealers in New York around that time, I think, who really had a name for themselves. And he told me that Six Nine was always just sort of like lurking around at this dude's apartment, like while this guy was selling lean, and that he was just sort of around, just like observing whatever the fuck was going on in this environment and. He said it always struck him as really weird, and then when he became a popular rapper down the road, it seemed even weirder. Then that, that whole situation with the little girl and stuff in the video, she was 13 years old. I didn't know that at the time. See, I'm, I'm watching mm. the stuff, and I'm thinking, they said use of a child in a sexual performance in a music video. He told us, like, yo, he, this is what he said. He said, listen, man, the girl, she came through. She said she was 19. She was just dancing in the video and stuff, but I think somebody had sex with her, and some other stuff happened. They was playing with her or something like that. But she's 13, you know what I'm saying? You can really tell and look in a girl's face. You know, some girls be looking older, but 13? 13. She couldn't have looked 19. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel for him that he was super young, and he might have just ended up in a bad position in that situation. But, but he was 19, though. Yeah. That's why in, we stopped talking, too. I was too. in prison. A lot of people saying, oh, he was young, he was a kid and stuff. He was 19, he was 20. When I was 19, I was in 20. I was in prison doing over 10 years, fighting for my life, holding it down. Hmm. So I don't want to hear that he was 19, he was a kid. I was a kid. Nobody looking at that. I went to prison. I was in there. 
fighting, making fucking knives out of this shit. Mm. Yeah, that's why we stopped talking about it, because I thought it was super corny how he denied that he ever even had a case about some kind of sexual shit, period, on his interview. Acted I've like nothing that. ever happened. Yeah, I was in the crib. He had the green head. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, yeah, well, that was prior, but like... Oh, then you did another one. He did the actual interview, and it was like, he was... just denied that there was anything at all that happened in terms of a case, and he's saying, look up my name, look up my name, search Daniel Hernandez, and then it comes out that there really was a case, and I was like, Boy. I felt weird about him just lying about it on the podcast, you know? Yeah. He lied about a lot, and he tapped into a fan base that is kind of hard to, to for his fans and stuff or people to get mad at him, which are a bunch of women, mm. a bunch of young girls, a bunch of young kids, and a bunch of the Spanish community. Hundreds mm. of thousands of them from all over the, you know what I mean, the Spanish town. They look at him like, oh, you know, they kind of fuck with him on some big, some big shit because they don't have nobody that big. What big rapper, you know, besides Fat Joe and them that did it days was lit for the Spanish culture. You got some of them, mm. but they speak only Spanish. You know what I'm saying? They do Spanish music. Yeah, and that's a mind-blowing thing is that, like, recently he's been posting on Instagram. He'll get a quarter million comments on a post, and you don't see one rapper. You don't see one person that you actually look at as being from like the real rap culture. Like not one New York rapper, not one LA rapper, not Nobody. one rapper. It's just Instagram models and Instagram comedians and shit in those comments. And some of these, these people are disgusting. Y'all supporting what he did to so many people just because, you know, that's some racist stuff to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just because of the culture. I, I respect backing your culture and everything. All, all power to that. But when, when black dudes snitch and really go out there, we're not jacking that. Mm. You see what happened to Troy Ave and all these people who snitch, they not, they can't really come to the game, but, and y'all just for little kids, you got, but let me tell you, I was in Atlanta one time and I was driving by and I seen mad, like 15 um, Spanish kids, they was Mexican, I mean, they was Mexican kids and they was coming from school and they had just got off the bu their buses and shit and they was walking and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna pull up and ask them a question. I said, yo, you fuck with 6ix9ine? They was like, hell yeah, hell yeah, he's Mexican, he's lit, he raps, that's the, I fuck with him. So I'm like, um... I'm like, oh, word? I'm like, so you don't care that he snitched? He was like, I don't really, you know, know or care, you know? It's foreign to me. I don't really know. So I said, watch this. He was with a man. I said, if we, all of y'all was cool and 6 9 was your friend, right? And you guys did some bullshit or y'all ran in the store and y'all stole or y'all beat some kids up and y'all all got locked up. And then 6 9 was told on you and then you got locked up and you went to prison you got locked up. Would you fuck with him then? He was like, nah, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. So they, a lot of them don't know or they don't understand or they don't grasp the concept of what it is, actually. You know what I mean? I'm I mean, just saying. I think part of it, too, is that it's like you and me, like we all grew up, if not even being involved with gangsters. Like I wasn't involved with it, but I had respect for it. And I understood the concept of someone being a, you know, involved in selling drugs or whatever and that there has to be a code of secrecy and that you don't talk to the cops, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of these kids just don't even have any sort of understanding or any respect for people who are living that life at all. At all. Which is kind of crazy. I mean, if if you if you're embracing it, you should have some type of respect for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it don't make no sense. Why? Like, why even involve yourself in that shit? Mm. If hundred percent. This dude, he used to be at my house so much. He was at my house the week before the uh, we went to LA. Mm -hmm. He used to leave mad shit at my crib. If you go on this page, this is his page right here, right? He got 19 million followers. You go all the way down on his page, right? He might take he might take this off when he see this interview. <laughs> I'm surprised he does have the old stuff. You see this jacket when we, he, he, with Jimmy Boy with this red jacket right here? Mm -hmm. Right there, we got the racks, this red jacket. Right. Yeah, it's on his page right now, on his 6 9 page. You can go see it. He used to be at my crib so much, he left his jacket at my house. <laughs> I still got the jacket till this day, bro. You gotta throw that on eBay. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this on eBay. Ten, ten bands, bidding to start to be. Easy, yeah. Ten bands. Anybody want this jacket? Six nine real jacket. <laughs> Let me stop bullshit. I had this jacket so long. This is a jacket. You can go on this page. There's mad pictures with it. Everybody remember it. The um, he had the blue one and he dyed the blue one rainbow when we did the uh, the um. Oh yeah. What video shoot was that? 
But so at this point, you you decide to leave or to stop fucking with them or whatever, and then. How does it go from there? Like, did you did you have like active beef with him where you were no. sort of having to look out for yourself? Me and him were still no. talking, you know, slick on the internet. He's oh, saying okay. dumb shit like, "Oh, I don't know what you want me to do. I'm here now." You know what I'm saying? Shotty holding shit down, bro. That shit crazy. Like, da 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 da. I got love for you. Call me if you need anything. All that dumb shit he's saying and shit. Then he start hitting me up on some dumb weird shit. And then he start talking crazy. I'm like, Danny, why are you talking to me like that? Like, you know, I'll slap your face off. You're not even like that. Like, stop playing. Right. You know what I mean, and boom, we just kind of start. Losing connection to the point where we just stopped talking at all. Mad dumb shit start going on. That's when a little robbery shit happened supposedly in the uh, in Manhattan in the studio and all that shit you seen on the internet and the Barclays Center shit and all this shit start taking place. You better leave that shit alone, cause after a while it's like niggas ain't fighting over that little nigga like some bitch or something. You know what I'm saying? That's what nigga try to make niggas do fight over the nigga and he ain't no niggas don't fight over no little bitches. So it's like you gotta step away from that type of shit. And he was breaking up the official. Yeah, you breaking up bros, you breaking up family, you breaking up people who've been cool for years. You know what I mean? Over money and greed, like, life is crazy, bro. So you're just sort of observing it at that point. Uh, one thing that came out in the whole indictment is that they had basically snitches embedded in the in the bloods from early on there, like before 6ix9ine even came around. I don't know nothing about bloods. that. Them, them dudes not even bloods, bro. This dude they took and this dude, CEO Chris, this dude, you ever seen him with the ball? I've never seen him in my life. I don't even know him. He's supposed to be a phone. These dudes wasn't bloods. I don't even know these dudes. Mm. I never even hung with Remember these the dudes. Video, the nigga offered me like a quarter mil to sign to the fucking record label, the big chain that he was wearing, the CEO Chris nigga, mm -hmm. the AP chain. Oh, you seen him before? Cause I yeah, never seen nigga him. I to swear bring, to God. I'm like, nah, niggas don't even know this nigga. Why he offering bread? I don't know this man. He never heard my shit. He never heard none of us. He don't know us. Yeah. So that shit right there was a flag. Mm. But they turned out the uh, the fucking the 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 driver, right? They they turned the driver into an informant. Yeah, that, but I never knew the driver either. By the time they got that driver and he came around, he was new. Maybe a month or two into that, he never was never our driver. He never drove for us at that time. We drove all our own cars and we rented. We were still on some coming up shit at that time. We was going by then. They started getting drivers and all this stuff, and they got this dude, um, Jorge or some shit like that. Jorge. Right. He ended up being yeah, he ended up being the. I never met him a day in my life. That's fucked up. They they so stupid. It, it, it was something where he had an old case. For fucking an underage girl or something. Oh, and the Jorge dudes? I think so. I think that the cop, the, the FBI saw that he had this like existing situation that he had been able to skate on or some shit. So then they bring that to the table. They're basically like, you're going to prison unless you become an informant and wear a wire and let us put cameras all up in this car so that we could capture more shit about what 6 9 is up to, right? Damn. That's what I remember reading. I think so. That's what I read. And so, like so what do you know about that robbery and how it went down and what the motivation behind it was? Got Harv and you know what I'm saying, bros locked up for the robbery. You know, I'm supposedly saying, um, this is what they said in the case on TMZ that you know Harv was mad about the situation and the breakup, so they couldn't catch each other and supposedly he felt like he owed money and he caught him slipping and robbed him, you know what I'm saying? For right. his chains or whatever, that's what they got him locked up for, you know what I'm saying? Everybody don't know the truth to that or what's going on. Free Harv, he's still fighting this case, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully he get out of at a lesser sentence, you know what I mean? And uh -huh. I don't think he deserved what he going through, you know what I'm saying? Because regardless if that happened, like, this nigga, look at everything that happened. Like, you you portrayed this and had so many people fighting for for, for, for for you and their lives, and you left everybody stuck in the hood and ran off with shoddy. Even shoddy, shame on you, shoddy. You're supposed to at least come around the back end and, like, take care of everybody. And was like, I know I ain't shit, and I'm leaving. You know what I mean? The whole shit was just... So how do you feel when you heard about the indictment when you're just sitting on the couch at home? Oh, I was sitting in the, on the couch and... I was scrolling through Instagram, and they say six nine shoddy. Uh, uh, uh. At first, I didn't. I wasn't that mad, and I didn't care. I was like, "Fuck them niggas," because 
three days before that, I had just seen that interview where he did on The Breakfast Club and how he disrespected us and how he said that. And how he said he started Treyway. Right. Obviously, I proved he didn't. Go get the book. It was written in 2013 on Amazon, The Treyway, Garland Tyree. Fuck out of here. B.I.P. to the big bro. And... I mean, it must have been just wild watching it because you're like, that could have been me. That could have been, been me. so easily wrapped so, up and in I'm, that. I thank God so much, man, and I pray, and I'm not into the super exact religion, but I believe in God and, you know, the creator. And I think everybody should pray and believe in God, you know what I'm saying? No matter what you're going through, no matter how gangster you think you is or how soft you think you are, you should always pray because I prayed a lot, you know what I'm saying, in the whole situation and stuff, and I feel like God took me out that situation, me and the bros and the guys that are really good. A lot of, couple more good guys took fall, and that's in prison right now, but God got me. He always protected me through prison and everything I've been through, and that could have been me, man. Had we not been in all them little arguments, I probably would have been right there doing mad, still doing dumb shit with him, you know? Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, like, I mean, watching the whole situation played out, though, like, when, once you heard about the indictment, were you just assuming that he was going to snitch on everybody right away? Did you figure that that was how it was going to go, or did you think it I was... knew he wasn't built for that, bro. Mm. But, you know, had he shut his mouth, he probably would have did a little five, six years, came out, like Bobby Schmurder and them, like, what was so hard about that? You was there, you involved yourself, nobody put a gun to Danny, he had to say, yo, do this, come out here, record this. He was doing recording all the shit that was going down. Nobody told you to do this or say this about Chief Keith. You did all this, bro. You brought all this energy to everybody. Nobody was a rapper, nobody was famous, nobody had beef with these dudes. I had ever had the opportunity to speak to these type of dudes before in their life, bro. It all came from you, and you said, fuck everybody. When you got caught because of shit Shoddy did to you and you believed, and you were scared, dead scared to go to prison. You know that he was probably telling his mom not to go to prison, so don't think he just did that to get out some shit. Get the fuck out of mm. here. Do you guys feel like there's dirt on your name in Brooklyn in regards to how yes. people view that yes, situation? Yes, dirt on my name for everything. Like, it's dirt on my name. I, I, they deleted six of my Instagram, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. I had mad Instagram accounts, bro. Shame on Instagram in one year, bro. Over 20,000 each Instagram I get lit. I got some bullshit, bum-ass Instagram now because a bunch of his followers hating on my gram and him and, they, and shoddy and they getting my gram shut down or whatever the hell they was doing, you know what I'm saying? They ain't verify me. Right. Verify me, Instagram. Yeah, everybody go follow follow both of these guys. We'll put the ads on the screen right now just we'll so we can. put the ads on the screen, man. Follow Billy Otto, B-I-L-L-Y-A-D-O, number five, man. Right. Put that through the interview. Just let it sit there, man. But is, is let it, me get my followers back. It's got to be kind of a crazy experience, though, because it's like, on one hand, you got you, you got to be able to, you, you deserve some respect for dipping out on the situation early and not being able respect. to. Why I can't get no respect. Why the fuck everybody saying this and I shit it on Danny and I tried. How the fuck did I shit on this guy? What the fuck did I do? He shit it on me, if anything. Right. What? I ain't complaining about it. I ain't crying about it. I had my little ranch since and little dumb shit on the internet, but I kept doing what I do. I kept getting my money. I'm lit. You know what I'm saying? My money right. Everything right. I'm in a different state every other week. Like, I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm not crying over this shit. Shit happens. I move on. Everybody's taking this shit so serious on the internet. Hit me in the DM hundreds of DMs. Or all. I don't care. Mm. Shit don't take away from our pedigree, it's you know what I'm saying? In the hood, we still who we are. We still who we are, Everywhere bro. we go, anywhere. Like, I'm in shit Cali. I fuck is. with mad dudes out here. I got mad friends out here. Mad people fuck with me. Mad people respect me. I pull up. They pull up for me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. It's a few people that might be salty. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to, to YG. Shout out to the game and the shit that was going on. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Slim 400. You know what I'm saying? Bosco is still a clown. 
<laughs> he is a clown. I got. He's just a, a comedian to me. I just for take really? him as When a did that beef start? Like, like that was him. I, don't, that one, I ain't huh? never had no beef with that dude. I said what I said, and I posted the fight where he got beat up and he ran and shit. He got bad. He posted me. He always supposed to be on this page with his gay ass. Okay. I don't know what's up with that dude. I got no beef with Bosco. I don't even know who he is. I wouldn't. I would look at Bosco if he pull up on me, and I probably start laughing, bro. <laughs> I'd probably be like, bro, go ahead, bro. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to everybody else. You heard? Right, yeah. Shout out to Bosco. Um, damn, all right. But so, yeah, that, that's got to be a wild uh, experience just to, like, have so many n- n- people know about some shit that y'all been involved in, even though y'all weren't involved in the really shitty part about, about mm-hmm. it, like the really shameful part that sort of ruined everything. We was the creators of the shit, though. Mm. If it wasn't for us, he would have died at a lot of these shows. He wouldn't even went to these shows without us. Mm. Period. Facts. Does it stand out to you now like do you do you like want to do more in the music industry because you had this experience or you like i, I want to find i want to find that next find, artist i want to find next artist i want to find my way i want to try pocket i want to try mad stuff you know what i'm saying see what works for me then you got artists you got seiko billy right this stuff is lit billy i got millions of views on but, on but did that frustrate YouTube? you and make you like not really care as much about the music or did it i mean i'm saying like we get you know how we've been lit water? before the music you know what i'm saying Right. We've been lit before the music, you know what I'm saying? Been moving and shit, so it's like it was what it was, you know what I'm saying? It slows shit down because it's not my bread. I can't pop out the shows because I'm involved with Treyway. So they like, nah, Seiko Billy, nah, you they taking money from us. We really? going to Miami by ourselves. We're not even fucking with these niggas oh, no more. Man. Niggas running down on us for bread for Let me tell 10 you what bands, happened. Seven in Miami. I'm in Miami. I'm you with Seiko. We dolo in Miami. We pull up out here, bro. Oh, this is <laughs> this is after the little beef and all the shit's going on. Shoddy is booking shows and not telling Six Nine and getting mad bread, booking um thank you, bro. Booking all type of shit, owing dudes money. So we go to this club called um, fuck is the name of the club? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter, bro. We it don't even matter. Shit. We go to the club. Eleven. Nah, like we go to the club. It's lit. Some lit shit. I want to shout out the club too, cause I fuck with the owner now. Um, we go to the club. It's in Miami. It's one of the only clubs like close to the beach. You know what I'm saying? It's on ocean. It's on ocean and sun. Okay. I forgot the name of the club. We go to the club. We get in A-Boogie's at the club or whatever. We go in there. We know A-Boogie. Oh, that's our guy. We in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? They come out. They see who we are. They're like, oh, shit. And Trey dudes, they go in there. We go up A-Boogie and them in, 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 over there. We go up in there. And we chilling with him. Bro, do you know they come pull up on me? Deep as hell, like your pull up outside for a minute? Who did? The security and some other dudes, I guess, the guys who own the club. Mm-hmm. So, all right. <laughs> I pull up outside, say go pull up outside with me. They're like, yo, where that, where that bread at? Where that chicken at? We need that chicken right now. I'm like, what bread? What are you talking about? What bread to get in? Oh. They told us, what the fuck? What's, what y'all talking about bread? We, we in this bitch. Fuck, you can't be yeah. talking about no money. We got money. What's up? They're like, nah, the eight bands, the seven bands and shit. I'm like, whoa. I put my, I take my hand out my pocket. Hey, bands? I'm not no bands for you. I don't owe you no bands. What are you talking about? Yeah, you and the Treyway guys, Shoddy booked the show and y'all never did the show with my bread. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I got nothing to do with Shoddy, my man. They yeah. got the grip and all that. A bunch of them out there. That's when the owner came out and me and the owner talk. I don't got oh. nothing to do with Shadi. We not even fucking with them dudes right now because a lot of people in the world didn't know. You know, I'm not on the internet saying fuck six nine, all that. So that was crazy. Another thing was crazy. We went to January. I think it was January 18th. They had the uh, um, it was Super Bowl week and they had it in Minnesota. At the time when we went to our club, I told you when we had to fight with them dudes or whatever. Yeah. We had a um, we went to the World Star. I was having a party. We go to the World Star party, bro. Thugger, baby, and all them in there. 
our section is right next to Thugger's section. That's the first time we meet Thugger. We go over there, he dap up, 6ix9ine Thugger, baby, dap him up. Baby had him in a headlock for like five minutes. I had to go over there. I'm like, hey, what the fuck you telling the man? You trying to steal the artist or something? Right. <laughs> get up off the bed. It's the first time you meet Thugger. Me and Thugger exchange numbers. We talk, we get really fucking cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I got a lot of family in Atlanta. It's like my second home. Shout out to the A. I'm always in Atlanta. I pull up out there one day. This is a crazy story, bro. Check this out. I pull up out there one day. I call Thugger. I'm like, Thugger, what up? It's Otto, you know what I'm saying, from Minnesota. And she's like, yeah, I know you are, bro. What you, what you fucking with? I'm like, out here in Atlanta chilling. He's like, I'm at the studio right now, downtown. I'm saying the address. Pull up. He was like, who you with? I'm like, I'm by myself. He's like, man, pull up. Pulled up by myself, bro. I go in the studio. It's mad people in there, mad bloods, but a lot of them know me. And they blood, you know what I'm saying, too. They cool. They dap me up and all of that. I go in there, I chill with Thugger, I call Danny, and I'm on the phone with Danny, I'm talking, I'm like, yo, I'm in, guess who I'm in the studio with? I'm with Thugger, they chopping it up on the phone, he was like, yo, Otto, remember that song, the, the song we just did? He was like, yo, see if he wanna get a verse on that shit. I'm like, all right, let me holler at him, we get off the phone, I swear to God, this is how I go down. The song was the song, you know what I'm talking about, with him, it's Thugger, 6 9 and Tory Lanez. We mm. ain't playing games in there, bitch. No, it's called Rondo. I remember hearing that and being like, wow, Thug got on a 6 9 song. I couldn't Bro, believe it. I go back. This is how it happened. I go back, and you can ask Thugger. I go back. I'm like, yo, Thugger. You know, we from the hood, we homies and shit, we trying to come up, bro, we respect your shit, we trying to get you on the song. 6 9 got this little song. At this time, it was 6 9 um, um, Tory Lanez and Jim Jones. Jim Whoa. Jones was on the song. They cut Jim Jones' verse out the, the song, Oof. and they took him off the song. Nobody even knew that when they, when, when Thugger did his verse. Thugger said, right, he was like, hell yeah, y'all niggas homie, I hope y'all blow up, I hope this song be lit, man. I'll record it right now if you want me to. I'm like, hell yeah, that's lit. Bro, he sits down with his engineer. He like, send, tell, tell him send me the beat. I call Danny back. I'm like, yo, send the beat right now. He's like, yo, you dead ass? I'm like, I'm dead ass. Send the beat right now. He sends the beat to the engineer. He turns the beat on. Thugger says, six, nine. Bang red like high. Oh my <laughs> nigga, nigga, six shots in the spot. I'm sitting there amazed. Right there, I'm with Thugger. I was just in prison listening to my little headphones. Yeah. The Thugger knew shit and shit. And I'm sitting here with Thugger. He recording this song for niggas. Like, this is crazy. Boom, we dap up, we, I leave the studio, um, I'm chilling, the song go crazy. I get no money for the song, I get no finder's fee, I get no rights, nothing, bro. Mm. At this time, red flags was going up in my head. This is before the minutes, this is before the, um, the Texas shit and shit, and, you know what I mean? All this has happened weeks, weeks after each other. It was just crazy, bro. God damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, now that we've actually seen like what the, the whole mission statement that he's going to go with now, it just seems like particularly disgusting and distasteful for him to be just getting on camera, showing off all the jewelry, bragging about putting people away, and then trying to like defend it with this bullshit of, of saying, oh, they, they stole money from me. They did this to my baby and mama. And using his race and culture as well as yeah. whack, bro. Be best, best case scenario, the accusations that he's throwing out there are true about one person. Definitely doesn't apply to the vast majority of everybody else. I mean, what that, you got to say about everybody else? Sorry, here's a million dollars for you guys. I hope it helped you guys yeah. and everything you did. Nothing. Uh, maybe y'all can help some of the guys that's locked up. You know what I mean? Maybe I might not go to it myself, but here's some bread for you guys. You know what I mean? I know the neighborhood y'all in. I was in there with y'all. I slept on the floor with y'all. He took my dirty shot. He slept on the floor. When you slept on the same floor, Danny, right. that was in there. You was in there in the hood with us every day after shows, falling asleep on that same floor in the couch with us in that same place, bro. What are you talking about? You come from the same place with us. You don't know none of these people. He don't know this girl. What's her name? They got the tattoos all over him. Mm. She's the biggest clout chaser out there, and she don't give a fuck. You think she really give a fuck about Danny? I don't know her. We never seen her, never mm. met the girl. He probably met the girl two months before he got locked up. Yeah. And he's saying all of this about Sarah and it's really fucked up. If Sarah fucked Shadi for real, 
fuck it. You know what I'm saying? It's right for him how he dragging her in the shape. She's saying, because that's some fuck shit. You don't fuck shoddy, bro. How could you do that? You know what I'm saying? Mm. You stupid ass girl. But if she didn't, then it's wrong how he dragging that girl, bro. It's really wrong, bro. Right. Because she going through a lot behind all of this shit, too. So I don't know the truth. So I, I don't I don't know how to decipher between the two. But, you know. I know. It's just, that that's the craziest shit I could possibly imagine. And you know what? I was thinking, I'm looking at all those girls dancing in that video. And I'm just thinking, like, wow, which one of these girls is going to get some money from some fucking guy to give up the address and then the address gets leaked the next day <laughs> i couldn't believe it man that's crazy you know what i'm saying it's not safe for him he don't he just it's wild too it's <laughs> wild too because we're thinking that he's going to be staying at you know somewhere far away and the city's right there on long island he can't leave you on an ankle monitor bro he's on an ankle monitor he can't leave new york city he on probation so bro. he can't even go like upstate or nothing where huh? are you gonna go bro God I don't damn. know where that's on him, man. Wherever he go, that's on him. I don't care what he do. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Man, what a fucking crazy situation. I don't have no beef with nobody, bro. You it's crazy that you live through it. Well, yeah, you just don't want him to come knocking on your door when something happens to him. Yeah, don't come knocking on my door. <laughs> you got some beef going on. Talking about your order. I'm sorry. I need some help. Don't Babe, call me. It's just the most bizarre thing I ever seen to see so many like kids basically supporting him. Supporting him, hundreds of thousands of millions of kids from everywhere, from different yeah. parts of countries in Nova Scotia, who don't even know what snitching is. What did you mean, a snitcher? Like, <laughs> but it feels like it's really like. Like, he wants, like, as much as he acts as if he loves being hated or whatever, it feels like he really is hurt by the way that he's not being Bro, accepted by the rappers. Hurt. He's scared. He doesn't know what to do. He's taking the energy of the people. That's how he always lives. As much energy you get, I'm going to rise with it. The low energy you get, I'm going to feel bad. He has self-esteem issues. I know him personally, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Well, he wasn't probably wasn't my friend growing up, but I spent months and months and months every day with somebody. When you be with somebody that long, you kind of learn a lot about them, you know? Facts. Yeah, man, it's a crazy, crazy situation. So, uh, what do you guys been up to since then, or like in terms of other shit you guys got going on? Man, I've been going through so much ups and downs, but getting locked up again. You got locked up again for what? Some dumb shit. Kicked in my door for some old ass warrant that I didn't even have. Some old bullshit. Then I was going through shit. I lost my car. I had the new Audi. I lost the motherfucker. Got another car, but I'm back right. You know what I'm saying? My case is getting, my case is over, you know what I'm saying? My bread back right. I'm just, I'm blessed. I'm here, bro. We doing things. We still working on music. Seiko got a lot of music, you know what I'm saying? Fact. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to drop music, some man. shit. Sheep, um, I'm about to drop this record, Sheep. I'm saying that shit. Shout out to the bros, man. Shout out to the um, Popeye boys. They just, that's my friends from my neighborhood. They just got signed um, with Honcho Records. Oh, where? Um, my dudes, you know what I mean? Flea and them, Joe. Shout out to the guys. Oh, shit. They signed with Quaver? Yeah, they signed with um, I gotta Quavo. I got to look shit, into that. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit! How are you? Uh, like New York? New York's on some crazy shit right now. Whole city's on a lockdown, and meanwhile, people still killing each other left and right. New York is going crazy right now. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. shout out to the Frisco gang too. You got the Frisco gang. Them young boys going crazy. I check them out. But mm. New York is going crazy right now. What's going on? I don't know. I'm just barely paying attention to it through the the songs and all this crazy shit going on. But is is it like? Is your area still on lockdown, or is it just like Manhattan where nobody's allowed to leave the house? I mean, people leaving the house and going to stores, but you go outside, you don't really see much people outside. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Especially since the pandemic started getting worse and stuff. People not really... I don't go outside. I go to this. I grab this. I'm right back in the house. So I'm chilling with the bro. We don't go out. We don't really interact with people like that. Yeah. Right like you could go sit on the porch a little bit, but you can't. There ain't no restaurants open. There ain't no clubs not open. Really. There ain't no concerts. Definitely no clubs or no concerts. So no it's shows, like, nothing like that. You could leave the house a little bit, but there ain't really that many places to what go. What are you going to do? You know, you're, you're, they're forcing you back in the house, you know? Yeah. There's nothing to do. Fucking crazy, man. What a weird state of affairs. 
Did you see the shit that came out today where he tried to donate $200,000 to this charity and they rejected it? Yeah, somebody <laughs> called me and told me about that actually. I'm like, come on, bro, you think you're just going to give it to the charity? They're not stupid, you know what I'm saying? They see what you're doing. They don't want involvement in your games, you know what I mean? A lot mm. of people is not with your games you're playing. You put in rat shits in your video. I didn't even watch the video. Somebody forced me to sit down and watch the video. I didn't even want to watch it that bad. I didn't even see his live. I swear to God, I didn't watch the live. I was on the plane actually coming to, back to LA because I had left. I was on the plane coming back to LA the day he went live that mm. Friday. I, I hit you, I, I told you. I did watch it, and it was definitely a whole thing. I watched it, I ain't gonna lie, I watched oh, it yeah. after the fact. You know, okay. people watch it, and they told me to go to YouTube, so I'm like, fuck it, check out some of this. You have to, Otto, you have to, so I'm like, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, I just don't, like, I expected him to get locked up and come back and try to at least do something different than what he was doing before. I thought he was say, I thought, uh, to me, I thought he was going live. I didn't really think he was even gonna go live, but he did, and when he did go live, I thought he was gonna be more sympathetic and had a lot of more apologies for mad people. He just go in there and start talking about niggas fuck my baby moms, niggas stole money from me. Not everybody. You talking about one guy you can't say nobody even nobody else even had that was that close to you or had access to no money to steal from you. Yeah. You know? Then Shadi come through trying to sign people. Alexis Sky was never signed to the Trayway label. Um, Skinny from the Nine, he was just never signed to the Trayway label. He was the most wannabe person. I saw this kid that always get knocked out. He was talking about what the hell is the Nine? He's from a residential area in in New Jersey, and he calls it the Nine. I guess he's he too- really needed the protection more than anybody. Yeah, but nobody was fucking with this dude, bro. <laughs> but six, but Shadi thought he saw some potential. Shadi thought right? he saw something in him. You know what I'm saying? When he I first met Skinny from the Nine, he showed me the picture of him and Six Nine at that video shoot that, that you're was talking about. The only picture he had with Six Nine until him and Shotty started getting cool. He was never around. He was never with the game. And that was the whole reason why Skinny from the Nine got me to like acknowledge him at all. Is he walked up to me right away and showed me that picture, and I'm like, oh, like I'll, I guess I'll listen to a song, yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's how he was getting a lot of people. He had it posted on his Instagram. It, he had it. He was so determined. He didn't post no pictures after that. He was only posting. He left that picture up there with the six nine for a long time. I was like, oh this guy is God. crazy. That is fucking hilarious. God damn. All right. So I mean, yeah. None of the people. That girl Phoebe. Which one was Phoebe? She has the baby by Lane Stevenson. I think she plays on a real basketball wives of L.A. now. Oh, okay. She from Brooklyn. She was trying to rap. I met her. That was my friend first before she knew anybody. That girl Phoebe. And she was from Bedford Stuyvesant. She was really cool. She smoked weed and we was cool. And I brought her around and I told people I'm using. I'm like, yo, Shadi, yo, six. This girl, you know what they said? She's whack, bro. She's trash. Why you even bringing her around? Da, da, da. I'm like, yo, she cool. What the fuck is y'all talking about? Boom, I start bringing her around more. I'm, I'm like, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? She's like, oh, I don't care about your friends, how they feel. I'm like, yo, just come. Cool. I was so real to everybody and I brought her around, introduced her to all the bros and stuff. And they start liking them more. I guess I don't know. They whatever happened or whoever she started fucking with or whatever and shit. And she start thinking, she, at first she's like, oh, I own friends, and all of your friends might be trying to fuck me, and they thinking, uh, and I'm not really on that and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I feel you, I got you, I don't care about none of that, I'm trying, to, you here, people, we fuck with you now, you cool. And she ended up running off with Shadi too, being mm-hmm. cool, stop answering my phone calls, I brought you here, you started dick riding, uh, uh, after that, they still didn't fuck with your music, they never posted anything about you, she got some of her clout, and she was also Lance Stevenson, big mom, you know what I'm saying, the NBA player, so she kind of has her, her clout in different ways, she ended up getting on Real basketball wise of LA, I think she out here or something, but some people is just so fake and it's just so sad, bro. How people do for clout and money is just sad. God damn. It's fucking crazy, man. I was a realist. I don't care what nobody said to everybody. I kept it a honey with everybody. I fuck mm-hmm. with everybody. And even though a lot of shit happened to Tri- with Trippy Red, shout out to Trippy Red, because at the same time, Trippy Red was trying to warn us in the beginning and warn everybody, mm-hmm. and we ignored the signs because he knew 6ix9ine before all of us. You weren't there for that, that fight situation with, with Trippy and 6ix9ine in the city? <laughs> Yeah, we was around. <laughs> what happened in that one? You no, know, it was just shit. He got punched in the mouth, you know what I mean? And 
he tried to hold it down, but you know what I'm saying? You know, you're in Brooklyn or whatever, but it God was all because Danny was telling us he was, he was, he was, um, yo, he's fucking up my name everywhere. He's telling people, oh, he don't fuck with me no more because I fuck with little girls. He got, he got mad clout. And we like, at this time, we're like, shit, this dude, he just had a little sexual performance. They didn't even fuck the girl or nothing. And we saying this, we like, yo, why you, why y'all do, what are you doing that to his name? You mad whack. This is what we thinking out at the time, but we don't know the real story and the problems they had and the end of shit. And end up, he found 6ix9ine and he went and got a, a finder's fee for him. And when he got, he had got a deal already with 10K projects. Oh, Trippy got a finder's fee on that? Yeah, they say mm. Trippy got his finest fee on that for helping him. He brought him around and he got um, signed with 10K Project. So when even when he wasn't, he was never actually signed to Treyway. You know what I'm saying? He was still signed to them dudes, which is the same dudes who gave him 10 million for the two projects. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and they wouldn't let um, Shoddy inside the restaurant when that shit happened and yeah. the dude got shot. That was the same restaurant with the same dudes because they felt like the whole time y'all came around with this Treyway shit, y'all stole our artists, y'all made him big. And what the fuck? Y'all can't even come in. He could only come in and Shoddy got mad, I guess. And I don't know what no, happened. No, I remember that. That's crazy. Yep. Fuck. What a weird time in rap history. Rap history. Even you, you know, that's that's the fucked up thing about it is that like even dudes who were directly involved with it, you still got to pay a little bit of attention to the soap opera because it is entertaining, you know? So you can kind of relate to like where all these kids are at. Yeah. To me, that song ain't nothing special. The song is just regular as trash. There's nothing special about it. You still can't be talking about shooting nobody. Oh. You can't say nothing about coming through and spending nobody at chicken spots and shit. You know You're you ain't spending shit. You don't even spot. have nobody. You're never going to a chicken spot. How, how nobody can't really ex I listen to this song because they made me listen to it again. Kennedy Fry like, probably wouldn't even serve him right now. What the hell? You gotta just do some Spanish music. Singing. Nobody wants to hear you saying gangster shit no more. And if y'all really jacking this shit, and a lot of people I seen when I watched the live, because I watched it on the internet, so I'm looking at the comments. They they okay with it. Real dudes. I'm seeing I thought it was real dudes and official tricks are saying, yeah, I could feel that and stuff. What can you feel? You feel you can feel him talking about shoddy. Nobody else did nothing grimy to him, you know. Mm. Nobody else. Yeah, he shitted on people and said fuck people and left people in the hood and he was just going on with his plan. He probably didn't even give a fuck about Shotty. Mm. You still talk to Kuda? Because he's out now. Holler with the bro. That's a fact. You holler with the bro. Shout out to Kuda. Free half. It's just crazy. It almost feels like with 6ix9ine being out now that oh, they, they need to take everybody who went to jail for that shit and just let them out. Just let them out, man. Don't you not let him out. Yeah, that, it kind of feels like that. Out. It feels like yeah. it's such a ridiculous joke situation that they should just acknowledge, like, ah, oh, this is silly. They made this shit so big on the internet, but I know the law. I've been locked up. I've been hey, that shit wasn't even that serious. They just was big. It was big in the internet. It was dumbass charges. Little mm -hmm. robberies and shit. Shotty got the most time. He got 15 years while Nuke did. He got 17. Danny probably would have got five if he had shut the fuck up. I don't know. Y'all was just there with him. That's yeah. like five. Shut your mouth. Light five. You would have been out. You did two, motherfucker. Almost two. It was three more. You would have still been in there. You would have came out. You would have been way bigger than you are. And you would have had the hood still. You would have had every aspect of the game. He's mad dumb. That's a good point. Because we all know that Bobby's coming home to the Bobby fucking red he's carpet. Be lit. He's coming on the red carpet. He's coming on the back. You got the Jack Bobby Smurda. I don't give a fuck. I'm coming home. He's going to come home like I'm the biggest hero. A, a gift. Mark my remember that for Bobby Smurda. I got something for you, my nigga. Just for being who you is, my nigga. Right. Like, hold that. Y'all niggas held out. Rowdy Rebel. Shout out to y'all niggas. You know what I mean? That's facts. Fuck, all right. So, uh, anything we need to look for in particular? You got like a tape or a video or project coming oh, yeah, soon? Yeah, most definitely. You know what I'm saying? We're about to drop this video sheet. Niggas going to get it as soon as it drops. You know what I'm saying? About to drop I, I can kind of imagine what you might be doing there, theme yeah. wise. <laughs> yeah, regular shit. Little Boy Cry Wolf type shit. So, I'm saying that's dropping soon. Look out for Little Boy Cry Wolf. Yeah. Facts. Follow that Instagram. They're going to post it on the bottom again. You know that shit. Say go Billy. There it Billy is. Auto 5. B-I-L-L-Y-A-D-O number five. <laughs> Can I get my followers back? Y'all know me. Y'all just <laughs> didn't know where to find me. <laughs> Yo, I see that Instagram live clip of you on, on YouTube that's just like, Billy Otto goes outside. 
But it's just like you just on the block, just being like, what? I'm out here. Fuck y'all. I'm out here. Yeah, because like y'all, they talking about, oh, you can't go back to 6 9 hood and stuff. And I was just doing it to be funny too and entertain the crowd. Like, I can really do this stuff, y'all. I'm mm. really lit. Like, this is my hood. This is not 6 9s hood. But you don't feel like there's like people in New York that like really want to do something bad to you because of your involvement in all nah, that? Nah, not in New York. Yeah. In the jails, in the, in the jails. I was just saying, on Rikers Island. They know what's up with me. I was just on the saying? island. I just came home. I was just, I'm in the hood regular. I'm in town. I fuck with these dudes. They know the real. Everybody know the truth, but mad different people probably and stuff that I'm finally telling the story. This is the first time he's speaking about anything. LAX, why everything. We didn't even know them fucking dudes at LAX. Goddamn. Crazy. All right. Well, I appreciate y'all time, man. It was, it, was, it was good to get that insider perspective on all this fuck shit that's been going on. Facto. Big facts. That's a Snapple fact. All right. Appreciate you. Appreciate you too, man. Billy. Billy. Say go Billy. Much love. No jumper. Shout out to No Jumper, man. Adam 22.